Welcome to the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight. I'm Annie Dickerson. And I'm Julie Lamb. Together, we're the founders of Good Egg Investments and creators of the Real Estate Accelerator. We help real estate investors and syndicators build their brands, find the right investors for their deals, and scale their businesses so they can do more and bigger deals. We believe that everyone has the power to make an impact through raising capital and helping people achieve financial freedom through real estate. We invite you to join the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight Facebook group so we can amplify our impact together. We know you're going to love this episode. And hey, be sure to stick around to the end of the show because we're going to reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing real estate podcasts on the planet. Ready? Let's go. Welcome back, friends, to the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Dickerson, and today I'm thrilled to introduce you to Ruth Hiller. Ruth, how are you today? I'm amazing. Thank you. And thank you for having me. It's such an honor to be on your podcast. Ah, I'm so excited to chat with you. Always love talking with other women in the world of commercial real estate. So tell us, Ruth, start by telling us a little bit about how real estate came to be in your path in the first place. Well, there's a couple of stories, but you know, um, I started buying real estate when I was, oh gosh, 29. And my family always owned multifamily and real estate, and that's just what we did. And so um, I call myself the accidental businesswoman because it, I didn't realize, I didn't realize until like two, like two years ago that actually I, I owned enough real estate to have to run it as a business. And I've, I've, I've been an artist. And so then now I'm not accidental anymore and I'm very deliberate, but that was sort of, that was sort of the joke with, wow, I own all this real estate and it's giving me a lot of passive income. This is what, this is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So your parents, so your family owned real estate growing up. Is that right? Yes. So my grandma, I'm from three generations of multifamily owners. Oh, my, wow. my grandma, it's a great story. Lost her husband in the forties, took her kids, moved across the, uh, from Chicago to LA. And she had, they had a little money and she took the money and bought three multifamily uh, Smart lady. properties. <laughs> and it was able, yeah, no, I know. I wish I could talk to her now. Right. And like, how did you know to do that yeah. in 1940? Right. And so that supported her family of their whole life. She put them through college mm. and like, you know, all of that. And then my parents bought a multifamily in California in the sixties. And so then, mm. then I got involved, you know, um, with that. And then now, you know, I, I joined a mentoring group. And so um, I'm invested in a bunch of deals and GP through that. Yeah. I'm always curious because I didn't grow up with a real estate background. My parents always rented um, up until I left for college. They were still renting. And so I had no experience uh, with buying homes, with investing until I started um, getting into it through house hacking. So I'm curious, what was it like growing up knowing that your family was investing in real estate? Was it something you were like, oh, this is something I'm going to do when I grow up? Or was it like, eh, I don't want to do that. That's their thing. I, I didn't really think about it. Cause like, you know, my dad had a job, but like my parents have always owned multifamily and like my grandma didn't have a job multifamily. She was the landlady. She was like, would drive around and collect the rent. Right. So, but I knew, you know, when I bought my first apartment in New York, which had a retail space, I knew that like, 
oh, this is how people make money, right? That, you know, but I, like I said, I never thought of it as a business. So um, up until about two years ago, then I'm like, oh, I really want to do this about two years ago uh, when I met someone mm-hmm. in the Tony Robbins community who was teaching it. And so then I got really excited to like learn more about it. Ah, so tell us a little bit more about that. What? Because I had a moment like that too when I was like, okay, I'm going to go more seriously into real estate. What was it about that moment? What changed? Well, it was interesting because, um, you know, I inherited this building that I own when my parents died 20 years ago. And to be honest, I just kind of cashed a check because I didn't know anything about it, right? I'm like, I'm the accidental businesswoman. So two years ago, um, I was sitting next to someone on a bus in a Tony Robbins event. And I said, so like, what do you do? And he's like, I teach how to invest in multifamily. I'm like, well, I have one of those and it's a C property. Oh my God. And so um, he, I signed up to do his program. And then I, you know, my out, outcome for that was just to improve the business that I already had. It wasn't necessarily to like, oh, I don't want a GP. I'll, I'll passively invest. But, you know, but my original outcome was just to fix that business. And I, I wrote, I took like 500 pages of notes at that, at that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So the multifamily that you had at that point, what, where was it? How big was it? We still have it. It's in, it's in Los Angeles, California. It's 118 units. And right now it's under contract. Yeah, I know. Right. Right now it's under contract to be sold, um, which I'm super excited about because my business partners and I didn't really see, we don't really see eye to eye and it was just better to part ways. Oh, 118 units and in Los Angeles. And in no Los Angeles. I know. And it's, it's always 100% occupied, which has been amazing. I'm sure. Because oh our, so- re- our rents are too cheap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, more meat on the bone for the next folks. Oh, totally. But, uh, yeah. So, okay. So you sat on this bus, you, ta- you met this person by chance. I always say the universe puts the right people in our path, but by chance you met this person and you realized, wait a second, I can take this multifamily I already own and really optimize it. So what did you do after you went home? What did you do? Did you change everything about how you managed it or what did you do well, next? I went to his, I went to one of his events and then in that event, um, it taught me how to analyze the deal. And I, and then I met another person. We, we spent about 40, 40 hours analyzing the property that I own. Like, what if you do this? What if you do that? Blah, blah, blah. And so I was like, oh my God, there's so much room for improvement. And so the, then I just got interested in the whole multifamily thing. And literally that day when I went to the seminar, someone said, um, I know I had a, a pre-existing history with him and uh, the the you know the guy that puts on the seminar. Do you want to invest in this deal? And I'm like, yeah. So that you know, so then that sort of started that. Like I said, I I saw so many ways to optimize the property that we owned in California, but my business partners didn't like those ideas. So hence, that's why we're selling. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So you're okay. So you saw this opportunity. You sort of. It sounds like it. It that that chance relationship and then that subsequent event that you went to sort of opened your eyes to this whole world that you didn't even think about or may not even have known existed, uh, where you found this community of people who are all interested in multifamily. 
Well, I, yeah, I had no idea. Cause like when I went to Tony Robbins, I had no idea about that community either. And I remember when I went to my first event and Tony's like, welcome home. And it was actually the first time in my life where I've, <laughs> where I had felt I was at home in a community and I'm still in that community. And yeah. through that, then I've met other people. And so, you know, they talk about proximity and if it weren't for Tony Robbins, I never would have met my mentor. So yeah. And then that, and then, you know, he talked me into last year, he's like, you need to be a GP. And I'm like, you know, I don't know. Right. And then, so uh, this woman I wanted to partner with said, you know, asked me if, uh, did, if I wanted to partner with her and if I could do capital raise. And I said, you know, I was really scared, but I said, yes. And it went really well. <laughs> so yeah. I, I say, I say, thank you, Tony Robbins. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, well, I want to dive in there. Cause I think so many of our listeners are at that point where maybe they're like just on the cusp of GPing their first deal, or maybe they've been given an opportunity to raise capital and join the GP of a deal. How, I mean, there's a, I I've been there myself and there's a lot of fear that comes with that, right? Especially doing it the first time and mindset is such a huge part. So I'm glad we're talking about Tony Robbins, but take us back to that moment. What led you to like, what was going through your mind at that point? What were the fears that you had and how did you overcome those? Well, the person who asked me to partner with her was very confident in my ability. She's like, oh yeah, you can, they wanted me to raise, can I, am allowed to say the amount? They wanted me to raise- sure. Uh, $2 million. And I'm just like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's for my, I'm like, that's a lot for the first deal. Right. But I, I'd seen some other friends raise that they raised $4 million on their first deal. Uh -huh. My business partner's like, you can do it. And I'm like, all right, let me, I, I'll commit to it. Let's just try. Right. And so, mm -hmm. um, yeah, so it was really, I was scared and like four days in people weren't responding. I'm like, Oh no. Right. Oh. <laughs> and actually we funded in 10 days, but you know, wow. I think before, um, you know, before that happened, we had a month leading up to, you know, gearing up for the webinar and the capital raise. And so I was, I knew I was going to do it, but I was, had a lot of fear about it. Like, can I do it? And what if I fail? And, you know, um, yeah. luckily I have great partners. It's a all women's team. And so I'm super excited about that. Ah, well, you know, as Tony says, it's in those moments of decision that your destiny is shaped. So it sounds like you said yes, and then it changed the whole trajectory of your journey. Oh, totally. And, yeah. And so, okay, so tell us, because going into the first capital race, it's an exciting adventure, but there's also a lot, you don't know what you don't know. Right. So tell us about some of the things that, um, went well, and maybe some of the things that you learned and now, um, you're doing differently. Well, things that went well, like, um, my mentor told me to nurture my database. So I'm in a mastermind. And so like at the mastermind, I think it was in May, I said, I want to do capital raise. That's, that's my gift as people. And he's like, well, you need to nurture your database. And so um, I started a newsletter, an, an informational newsletter that gave people what's a syndication, like that kind of thing. And had been doing that for six months. So people came up to me like on the trail in town, like, what is this? What is this multifamily thing you're doing? I want in. So some of that was easy like that. Like people were very attracted to it because they liked the, the message. But then, it, you know, as, as you know, when it comes down, it was sort of like herding cats getting, all right, you got to sign this. <laughs> yep. This is how you fight. This is how you, you know, I had like informational PDFs and, you know, this is how you fill out the PPM and you got to get your money by this date, you know, so, and then people at the end wanted to invest more. So it was just like, ah. 
And so then I got asked on another deal recently. It just wasn't the right time. And I'm like, oh my God, am I ready to do that all again? (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? There's like, there's multiple parts of raising capital, right? There's like the education part where you, you proactively go out even before you have a deal and you make sure you nurture your audience. Like you're saying, right? You make sure they're warm, they're ready. They got their questions answered. There's no rush. And then there's the part when the deal launches and then you got to educate them on that specific deal and then answer their questions. So this is the sales part, right? You got to overcome their objections. So you got to know that deal inside and out. And then there's the part that almost the transaction coordination part where you're herding cats. They're in or they're, you know, most likely in, and then you got to chase them down, remind them to do this and wire in their funds and dates and deadlines. So even within the capital raising sphere, there's a lot of uh, micro roles within oh, that. Totally. And a, a couple people dropped off um, and I was like, it was okay. I know it's not personal. They're friends. They didn't really know enough to, to invest. And so how can I educate them more? And then I was really excited because I met this woman on a real estate website. And I said, Oh, I do multifamily. And she pinged me. Can we set up a call? And um, it was, I was really honored that it was her first investment. And I was super excited. Like she writes me thank you letters every day. And then I told her, I said, you know, if you want to educate yourself, you should study with my mentor. And she signed up for his class. And she's, she's like, I'm, she's like, well, it's serendipitous to meet you. I'm so glad that I reached out to you because now I'm really, I'm getting educated and I love this. And this is what I want to do now. Oh, that's so cool. Don't you love stories like I that? I love where- stories like that. And yeah. she's just, it was a random meeting. And like I said, you know, with the 506B, you can't cultivate. This was before we had a deal. You know, you can't cultivate people after you have the deal. So I, we had we did a bunch of Zoom calls and it was really fun educating her. And she's just like, always writes me notes like, what about this? What about that? Do you have time to talk? And that's I love talking to the investors and educating them. Yeah. So. Oh. I love that. I love that. You just, you naturally having this passion and just wanting to give and share the knowledge that you've gained and the experience that you've had and that it becomes infectious, right? The universe puts the right people in your path. And then through that, you get to share with them your passion and then they get into it too, which is always so much fun watching their journey and watching their growth as well. Which is exciting. And yet I love the abundance mentality, you know, because you always get that little thought like, oh, is there enough to go around? Yes, there's enough for everybody, right? There's enough for everybody. And the more people that are educated, the better the deals are, you know? So, um, you know, it's like, oh, you don't want to share this. or you don't want to share that. I'm like, no, no, there's enough for everybody. So now tell us, okay, so you've, you've, um, for that first deal, as well as now sort of, what's your strategy in, um, finding investors, talking with investors, um, and what's your vision for sort of growing your investor base? Um, well, I joined your program, which I'm super excited about to get, (laughs) (laughs) I know that's going to, that's going to help me take off. Um, you know, it's interesting because my emails, I get like a 60% open rate, which is kind of cool because they're amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Really good. Yeah, it's amazing. So um, I'm going to start a multifamily meetup here in town um, and and educate more because people have been interested. And so that's how I feel I'm going to get more investors for sure. Michael, like, I don't care if you invest with me, but I, I think. Uh, my biggest goal is to make sure that people do that know how to do due diligence and that they get to decide if the deal's right for them. Because I, I know someone that got 
lost their life savings to someone because they didn't do their due diligence. And so I just want to prevent that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I love the idea of starting a meetup. I think there's so many ways with the abundance mentality, you know, there's so many ways to find the right investors and um, people will naturally self-select to who they want to work with. And so I think it's all about, you know, finding the best path that you're comfortable with and you're a people person. So it makes a lot of sense that you would put together meetups um, and meet people in person. Yeah, that's going to launch, I think, in March. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, that's so, great. Yeah, we were supposed to have a trip planned uh, for the month of February, but it doesn't, it looks, it's looking dubious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so maybe it'll launch sooner then. <laughs> yeah. So tell us now a little bit about your vision for this, this business that you're building. So you've got this deal under your belt. It, it went well, it sounds like, and you're starting to, you're having these conversations. I'm sure your investors are referring their friends and family. So your sphere is growing. So what's your, what's your ultimate goal? What does the future of this business look like? The future of this business looks like me help, helping people grow their wealth through passive investing in multifamily, right? Because I just, you know, like a couple of years ago when I went to Tony, he, you know, he talked about adding value. I'm like, well, I don't know how I add value, right? Kind of situation. <laughs> and, you know, I add value through my excitement and my energy. And so I want to add the value to help people grow their wealth, right? Because um, I've been lucky, whatever you want to call it, you know what I mean? With my, uh, with my financial life. So I want to help other people uh, educate them for that with my company. Oh, yeah, that's so great. That impact piece, when that's at the heart of your business, it changes everything because you can definitely tell the the businesses that are out for the bottom line and they're just out to make a quick buck versus the companies that are there for the long haul. And they're really to make a difference in the lives of those that they serve. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, okay. So you're, you're growing your investor base and you're, you're looking to make an impact. I think that's absolutely fantastic. And Ruth, I'm sure that um, our listeners are going to want to follow up with you and learn more. Now, before we talk about how they can do that, you know, a lot of our listeners are, you know, on the, on the cusp, as I said, of potentially doing their first syndication. So if you could go back and talk to yourself before you did that first deal, or if you had a chance to share with the listeners uh, a piece of advice or two, um, what would that be? That would be is um, make sure your team is solid. Um, I spent two years in the ecosystem I'm in identifying people I wanted to work with and seeing who the good operators were and seeing asset management is like the most important thing to me on a deal. So who is the asset manager and are they going to be near the property? And so um, you need someone on the deal that's really good with that. For me, that's how I made, that's how I made my decision uh, with co-sponsoring this deal. Uh. That's such a good piece of advice. I, it reminds me of, I was talking to someone recently and they had a metaphor for starting in real estate investing. And they said, a lot of people start by looking at the properties rather than building the team. 
And he said, when you, he said, well, let's take a different business, like a convenience store. Let's say you were to start a convenience store. You wouldn't just go out and buy a bunch of candy bars, put them in a box in the middle of an empty building. You'd go and you'd buy the shelves and you'd buy the cash, you get the cash register. You'd set all up all the shelving. Then you'd get all the inventory to put in it. And so I think the team, the systems, the processes, having those in place so that you can then find the right deal and make sure that you're executing and hitting those uh, those numbers that you're projecting is super, super important. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's, I knew that. And when I first started, I was just like, oh my God, how am I going to build a team, right? Because, you know, you think you have to do everything yourself. And it's like, no, you don't have to do everything yourself. You find someone whose skills and communication style complements yours. Yes. Well, Ruth, I'm sure you have so much more wisdom to share, and I'm sure our listeners are going to want to follow up with you. So tell them what's the best way for them to learn more about all that you're doing. Um, They can go to my website at yesmfnow.com. And I don't know what you're thinking, but MF stands for multifamily. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I always love when you say that. That's so fun. Uh, and such a, it goes so well with your brand too. Just the little bit of like sass, you know, it just helps you stand out in the sea of all these other businesses. So I love that. And for all of our listeners, we'll have that for you in the show notes. Well, Ruth, thank you so much for, for being here with us today. And for all of our listeners, be sure to follow up with Ruth. As you can tell, she's got a lot of experience and a lot of knowledge to share. So definitely go and pick her brain. All right. Thanks so much for listening. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight. If you are a real estate investor or syndicator who would like to be on this podcast, please visit syndicationspotlight.com. And please also join the Real Estate Syndication Spotlight Facebook group so we can connect with you and learn more about you. And if you got something out of this episode, we'd love it if you could subscribe to this show and give us a rating and review. We promise to read your feedback and take action to continue to make this show even better and more valuable for the real estate syndication community. My name is Annie Dickerson. And I'm Julie Lamb. Thanks for listening. And thank you for being a part of the real estate syndication spotlight community.